Hello, and welcome back to 3D Printing Basics. This is episode number seven, which will be all about PLA filament. So far, this podcast has fallen into being a compilation of mini-series. We've done the history of 3D printing, and then the processes required before printing your part. This next mini-series is going to be about filament, and I'm going to start with PLA. PLA is the most commonly used filament in the world, and what just about every beginner starts out using, so I figured I should make an episode about it. But before we get into it, I of course have to ask if you would please follow and rate this podcast. It would really mean a lot to me. The support I have received thus far has been nothing short of amazing. Also, if you have any questions about 3D printing or have a topic you would like me to discuss, feel free to email me at 3dprintingsquared at gmail.com. I will also leave my email in the show notes in case you didn't get it that time. Okay, with that being said, let's talk about PLA. Polylactic acid, or PLA for short, is easily the most common type of material used in 3D printing. It is a recyclable material made out of materials like cornstarch or sugarcane, and it can be biodegradable under the correct conditions, although honestly, I'm not sure if we can really call it that. When doing my research for this episode, I found that in a controlled environment, PLA can fully decompose in three months. However, in an uncontrolled environment, it can take anywhere from 100 to 1,000 years to fully decompose. And I can't imagine there are many places on this earth that are the correct conditions for that, but I leave it up to the listener to decide for yourself if it is biodegradable or not. Let's talk about why this material has become the most commonly used in the world. First and foremost is how easy this material is to print with. PLA has fantastic interlayer bonding abilities. Now, interlayer bonding is the ability for freshly extruded hot plastic to bond to previously extruded cooled down plastic. And this is a critical element in the world of 3D printing because if the material you are using doesn't have good layer bonding, then you are going to end up having layers separate and you will essentially have a 100% chance at a failed print. Interlayer bonding is one of, if not the most crucial factors in 3D printing. PLA is excellent at this, and the reason for that is the softness of PLA, as well as the melting temperature. PLA has a shore hardness of 66 to 83A, making it a very, very soft material. And this gives the user extra forgiveness when using this material. PLA can easily cover up defects when printing, especially inside of prints. I have found that when I'm printing solid objects like a cube or cylinder, sometimes a blob of filament can come out of the nozzle and stick to the printed part. PLA is very good at printing over these defects and essentially covering them up. This is because PLA is so soft that a hot nozzle can run right over the blob, melt it on contact, and then continue on like nothing happened. And this is incredibly helpful for beginners like us. Speaking of heat, the temperature resistance of PLA is very low, which is somewhat a con, but more on that later. PLA is usually printed at anywhere from 190 to 230 degrees Celsius with a bed temperature of 0 to 60 degrees Celsius. Both of these ranges are pretty low for 3D printing, which is one of the many factors that makes it very attractive for 3D printers. Because of the low printing temperatures, PLA does not require an enclosed printing chamber. For those of us who don't know, some materials like ABS or PEAK need such high printing temperatures to print correctly that they require the space they are printing in to be actively heated. 
If they don't have that heated space, they are prone to not sticking to the bed and a decrease in surface quality. Printers that feature an enclosed chamber are much more expensive, which makes them less attractive to people who are new to 3D printing. For PLA, an enclosed printing chamber can end up doing more harm than good. Because the melting temperature is so low, the heated chamber could cause the PLA to not fully cool, and that would mess up the print completely. You could have a tall part that literally falls over, or layers not bonding, so overall, it is just not a good idea to print PLA in an enclosed chamber. The low temperature resistance helps those who are newer to 3D printing or are hobbyists and not professionals because you don't have to buy a super high-tech, expensive 3D printer to print with it. Literally, a $200 bed slinger will do the job. Another reason why PLA is so attractive to 3D printers is the cost. PLA is among the cheapest filaments that you can purchase in the industry. I've seen prices that range from $28 to $30 bucks at the high end, all the way down to $15 or $16 when purchasing in bulk. Prices usually average out typically at the $20 or $21 range, and this is incredibly cheap and very attractive to newer printers. I mean, why would I go spend $40 bucks on a roll of ABS and have all these potential problems printing with it, when I can get a roll of PLA for literally half the price and it's easier to work with. The reason why PLA is so low cost is because of the materials used to make it. PLA is made, like I said, either using cornstarch or sugarcane. Both of these are considered renewable sources and are very, very cheap to buy in bulk and use in the manufacturing process. This also allows for companies to slap the eco-friendly sticker on them and make them even more attractive to buyers. The last thing I'll speak on that makes PLA very good for new printers is that PLA does not admit any toxins or fumes. It is a no VOC material. For those who don't know, VOC stands for a volatile organic compound. And basically what that is, is any material or anything that gives off gas that is considered toxic to our environment is labeled a VOC. Now I'm not sure about you all. But when I started 3D printing, I heard a lot about materials like ABS and PEAK that needed to be printed in a space with ventilation or else the health risks just start to pile up. And this made me understandably very nervous when getting into the game and coming across PLA and learning that I didn't have to worry about anything like that was quite literally a breath of fresh air for me. Okay, that's just about all the positives about PLA filament, now let's get into some of the negatives. You might find that some of the negatives that I am about to talk about were also the subject of something positive. I believe in this case, there are several things about PLA that are both good and bad for the everyday hobbyist 3D printer. To start, let's talk about its strength composition. PLA is notoriously brittle and does not hold up well at all when put under strain. Let me put it this way. If you are printing parts for anything that is going to be under any stress, tension, or used in anything that requires strength, don't use PLA. It will fail and it will not be good. PLA doesn't even last out here in the sun. I live in Southern California and when it's a really hot summer day, PLA will start to melt and deform if it is left outside. Overall, PLA is just not a very resistant material and shouldn't be used for anything that requires the parts being printed to be under stress. Another disadvantage of PLA is its ability to pick up and hold moisture. PLA is what is called a hydroscopic material, which means it is very good at sucking up and holding in any moisture. This is really bad, especially for those of us that live in high humidity places. 
I personally have to keep my PLA stored in a temperature and humidity controlled space, and even then it still picks up a lot of moisture. When a hydroscopic filament absorbs too much moisture, it becomes stringy and the interlayer bonding that we talked about becomes compromised and overall the print quality is much worse. This is because in the pockets of air that are inside the filament, rather than being pockets of air, when it gets super saturated, it becomes pockets of water. And those boil off when they're coming out of the extremely hot nozzle and cause blobs and air pockets in your print. It is absolutely essential that PLA is kept dry or is dried before use. If you have never dried filament before, a simple trick is to turn on your oven to about 110 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius and leave your PLA in the oven for a few hours. The oven boils off all the moisture that is inside the filament, leaving you with perfectly dry and ready to use filament. Another disadvantage to using PLA is its harmful effects on the environment. For starters, I will bring up something that I was using as a pro to PLA, that being the ingredients used in making it. As I said previously, PLA is made using cornstarch or sugarcane. This allows PLA to be labeled eco-friendly, but this also brings up the question of ethics. How eco-friendly is it when we are devoting whole fields of corn to make plastic when there are starving people all around the world? That has been a subject of debate recently and is a very interesting moral dilemma for us printers. Also, at the end of the day, PLA is a plastic. I'm sure anyone listening knows about the negative effects of plastic on our planet. PLA, no matter how eco-friendly it is or what sustainable materials it is made from, it is still a plastic that is going to take up to 1,000 years to decompose. You can call PLA the best version of the plastics we print with, but that is the question that us 3D printers face. I think it is a very hard question to answer and differs from person to person. How you feel about it is completely up to you. The final knock I have on PLA is its limitations in post-processing. PLA is not a very easy material to work with after it has been printed. It does not take sanding very well because the heat building up when sanding makes it melt. It also doesn't respond to acetone smoothing at all. The only thing that it does seem to take well is paint. Now I have never been a fan of painting my prints. I find that it often does not cover up the layer lines unless I use like five layers of a special filler primer. But as I found when I'm researching, tons of people paint their PLA prints and it turns out quite well for them. The first thing that comes to mind when thinking about painted prints are things like action figures or models like that. I see quite a bit of that on the internet and a lot of them are done so well that I can't see the layer lines at all and you can't even really tell that it's 3D printing. But if you are trying to get a smooth finish with no layer lines visible on a print that is not being painted, PLA is not the material to go with. To sum it up, I would say that PLA is the most common filament in the world for a reason. It's easy and cheap to make for businesses and even easier to print with for consumers. It is very forgiving to print with and comes in just about every color a person can think of. It doesn't require a heated build chamber or ventilation to print and emits zero toxic fumes, so the health risk is very low. It is somewhat biodegradable and PLA is considered a recyclable material. Overall, it prints very, very well and is an excellent material for beginners to get into 3D printing with. Okay, that just about does it for this week's episode about PLA filament. I am really happy with how this one turned out, and I really hope that you are too. Please let me know by following this podcast and giving it a five-star review. 
I will also be putting a poll on this episode about which filament I will be covering next, so please feel free to answer that poll. Thank you for all your support, and I'll talk to you next time.